Welcome back to My Seminary Life. I'm your host, Brandon Knight, and this is the conclusion to Communication in Ministry, our series talking about preaching and teaching God's Word. And in order to wrap up today's in order to wrap up this series today, uh, we have the whole family here with us. Uh, first, we have returning for the third time, you're the most guested person on the show. Claire, my wife Claire, is back. And we got producer Cooper in the studio as well with us. Can't wait to see how long this lasts. He's in his little vibrating chair. Ooh, I should turn it on. That might help keep him. There we go. Okay. Hi, Claire. Welcome back. Hello. So this is a, a different episode for you. You've been on the show two other times, once uh, to talk about Lent and once to talk about Advent. Yes. You're not here to talk about a holiday today. Oh, well, I I thought we were going to talk about Labor Day. Labor Day. That's the most recent holiday, right? <laughs> I guess it would be. It would be the most recent holiday. It would be the most recent holiday, but uh, no, we're not here to... It is Hobbit Day. It is Hobbit Day. As we're recording it, uh, recording this episode, it is a day to celebrate all things Hobbits and my mom's, my mom's birthday. Oh, yeah, I got to text her. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. You should do that before the day is out. Uh, but yeah, you're here today to talk about teaching wisdom psalms. So yes. for those of you who missed last week's episode, make sure you go back and give it a listen to. But a quick recap... I was reviewing the book Creative Bible Teaching by two guys that I can never remember the name of, but it's by Moody Publisher. Somehow I remember that, but I don't remember the name of the two guys who wrote it. Um, and they they talk about how to creatively teach the Bible, and which it looks different from preaching. And they are advocates of the method known as hook, book, look, took. And in our small group, we have been going through talking about the different genres of scripture. I taught a lesson using this method for an assignment. And then Claire, in your very first time teaching the Bible to adults, to people, uh, I had you use this method and I wanted to bring you on to talk about it. So before we, before we look at your actual lesson, why don't you tell us a little bit about what are wisdom psalms, or at least from what you can remember. Um, so pretty much what I figured out is they're not just Psalms that talk about wisdom. They are very specifically Psalms that have taken a theme or a topic or something from one of the other wisdom books. So like Song of Solomon, Proverbs, Job, um, and have made that the focal point of the Psalm. Okay, so it's not just like a poetic rehashing of something from Proverbs, but it's looking at a theme that comes up from these books. Yes, from what, from what I understood, yes. Okay, cool. So then you wrote this lesson using hook, book, look, took. So let's just walk through the lesson. I missed a lot of it because it was time for Cooper to go to bed, so I'm excited to kind of hear the... Um, the replay version of this. What was your hook to get people interested and engaged in this conversation? Um, we talked about what, like, what are the dumbest things you've ever done? Or like something really dumb that you did. To contrast being a wise person. I, I was in the room for that part. Some good ones. They were all middle school stories, if I remember right. Uh, most of them were. Yeah. 
because we were all really dumb back then. I was caught kissing my girlfriend in the ball closet in the gym of my tiny Christian school, and we were caught by her aunt, who then told my mom, who were both teachers at the school. It it crashed and burned pretty quick. I lit my house on fire, so... You literally crashed and burned. <laughs> Literal crash and burn. So everybody went around and shared these fun stories of times when they did something dumb to contrast talking about wisdom. So then you went into the book section, which is talking about the passage of scripture. Do you recall what psalm you were using specifically as a an example of a wisdom psalm? Was Psalm 19. Psalm 19. Okay. Oh, right. Because you were going to make the joke that technically Psalm 119 is also a wisdom psalm. I, I really wanted to say, okay, open up your Bibles to Psalm 119, but I didn't. So you went over to Psalm 19. How did you handle the passage? Because the thing about the one of the things I liked a lot about this book is that the emphasis is on. Cru- creatively teaching whereas like a lot of like preaching material is you do this you do this you do this and you repeat with this book it was more of a here's the outline just fill in the gaps so what did you do to teach this passage of scripture um so it kind of came in like sections so i kind of took um like chunk by chunk um and i just kind of like we read them And we would kind of go through and kind of try to figure out what it was trying to say. And we took the different sections that kind of sort of seemed a little disjointed and tried to figure out how they all worked together as one cohesive psalm. Okay. So a lot of the emphasis was on group conversation then? Yeah, we read it just as a group and talked about it as a group. And did you have any prepared questions or was it just a general, so what's going on here? Uh, it was most more like an open-ended discussion. Okay. I tried writing questions and I don't know, I'm just not very good at that for some reason. So, Question writing is hard. Um, as you know, Scott and I, we... Scott and I, we write the questions for the youth group, small groups, and it's hard, especially like in that environment where you're trying to write questions general enough for sixth graders and specific enough for high school seniors. But it can be hard to come up with questions that facilitate discussion, that keep a conversation going rather than just telling, just reading the passage and saying, Jesus. I also remember that that week was a really rough week for producer Cooper. He had he was in the studio for some long hours, so um, he was kind of cranky. So I didn't get as much time. To... He's always grinding. He's always grinding. Did you want to say something, little buddy? Okay, we'll come back to you here in a bit. You were chirping there a second ago. Then we got to look. The look section. Now, the look section is, I I said on the last week episode, that it's a little, it's a stretch. The word look is a stretch. Uh, Because basically, all it comes down to is you are getting the 
audience to or the audience, the students to decide for themselves what's the point. How do I apply this in my own life? So, do you recall recall what um, like where did where did the small group land with that conversation? Um, well, I remember the uh, like the focus of the psalm was on like the law of the Lord. Um, so, uh, we kind of landed on you know how are we supposed to dwell and delight in God's law when we don't, if we don't know what it is. So making sure that we are studying diligently. Um, we also talked a bit about, um, noticing cause the, the Psalm opens talking about seeing God's glory in creation. So we talked about, um, making sure that we are taking time to see God's glory all around us and using that to inspire us to be in his word. That's pretty cool. I really like that. And that goes really well with the lesson I did that I then converted into a sermon that you can listen to here on the show on Psalm eight. That also talks about creation. Now you want to say something. It's interesting that creation keeps coming up in this in throughout the Psalms as an inspiration to worship God, to study his word. But then there's the hook book look took section. I always <laughs> had to run through it real quick. I forgot which one it was. Uh, then there's took. And that is how you are going to tell them to apply the message. So tell us about what you did with that. So um, I kind of because we were talking about wisdom psalms and talking about wisdom and then also incorporating um, being in God's word, I had them for well, however long it is between our small groups, two weeks, I had them <clears throat> read the proverb of the day, um, you know, how there's there's 31 proverbs, thir yeah, 31 proverbs. Mm -hmm. And so you read whatever, whatever day it is, that's the number proverb you read. So just to kind of encourage people to get into the word and kind of tie it back into wisdom. And yeah, so that's what I did. Well, very good. And everyone said you did really well afterwards, which I'm proud of you. Did I? <laughs> yes. Yes. Everyone said you did a good job. Um, did the did this hook book look took outline did that help you when it came to writing a lesson being the first time you ever did something like this yeah i think it helped me with kind of like a general flow because i don't think i would have really known even where to start without it i do kind of wish i had a bit more of like an outline like to really study and dig into like the passage i wish i had something mm -hmm. to go deeper in that section because i don't really have a lot of like formal training of like mm -hmm. studying so it it worked okay but i think if i had maybe had a little bit more i would have been able to like maybe write questions a little bit better and things like that but i mean 
open-ended Bible study discussion is fine too. So it was Mm -hmm. good. And so, but yeah. So on that, are you you talking like a, like a curriculum or an an actual book we were going through with that? Is that what you're talking about? That could help you? No, maybe more just like a, like an outline of like, I don't know. I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, okay, we're going to take this section and then you need to find this point and this point and this point, and then we'll ask a question and then, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. An, an example. Yeah. Someone else's version, almost. Yeah, I guess I, guess I just needed an example. <laughs> I, I didn't want to do that because I wanted this to be a, a Claire Knight lesson, not a yeah. Brandon Knight lesson that Claire is teaching. But that's good to know for next time that maybe I should be a tad bit more hands-on to give you direction. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think it just, I I would like to write maybe a more structured lesson next time rather than like a open-ended, um, just because, I don't know, it's sometimes it's hard to do an open-ended lesson because it's like, well, what's everybody, like if, I guess if people aren't understanding what's going on, it's like, okay, well, I don't know how to make them understand because I don't have any questions to mm-hmm do that like inductive style study. Like I think that I I would like my goal to be to lead a more inductive style study. That's a great goal. That's a great goal to have. And yeah, one of the dangers of the just very open-ended conversation is that you're also at the mercy of just everybody's energy level. Because I've been in situations before where everyone's just had a long week or whatever, not feeling it that day. And you get to the open-ended conversations and it's just crickets for most of the time. Yeah. It, it kind of fluctuated. There were some moments where we had like good discussion going and people were bouncing off each other. And then some moments where I was like, nobody's saying anything. And then I feel the need to fill the silence. So then mm-hmm. I just start talking and yeah. Yeah. At least when you have more concrete questions, if you have to fill the silence, it's just rephrasing. Yeah. It's hard to rephrase. So what stood out to you? Yeah. So why, uh, at youth group, I do not ask that question. <laughs> Scott auto fills that automatically. Whenever you start doing questions, he just fills it in real quick. That, that's really funny. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on this episode. Is there anything else you would like to say on this subject of teaching by teaching the Bible? Would you would you want to do it again? Yeah, I think so. We're the small group leaders, so if you wanted to, obviously you should. Yeah, I felt like we are supposed to be like together small group leaders and but you've been writing all the lessons and I was like like I think I could do this. <laughs> Can't be that hard, right? <laughs> Everyone needs to try. Everyone should give it a try. Awesome. Well, as Cooper is gnawing his way on my thumb, I guess this is a good time for us to start wrapping up the episode. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you, Claire, for um, taking time out of your busy schedule of watching She-Hulk and Community to uh, be here on the show today. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please do all of the usual things of recommending this show to a friend or, you know, reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to. Actually, if this whole talk about Psalms are interesting to you, there's been a lot of Psalm related sermons and lessons shared during this communication and ministry so if you know somebody who's in, who enjoys studying the psalms definitely send them some of these episodes also go down to the description of this episode to find links to all of the important things like the website where you can very easily find all of those psalm episodes that is it folks the end of communication in ministry it was a good run it was a long run one of the longest series we've done here Starting next week is the brand new series, Leadership 101. Got a lot of great conversations coming your way. I believe producer Cooper is on at least one of those episodes coming up here in the next few weeks. Yes, uh, one of the interviews. He, uh, he was part of one of the interviews. Claire, it has become a tradition that when I have a guest... I end the show with the guest asking them a fun question. Okay. Most people would do it at the beginning. I choose to do it at the end. One last laugh before we leave. So my question for you. Laughs here today. <laughs> hey, kids, we had a lot of laughs. But it's important that we all know that jaywalking is bad, said every 80s cartoon. So my question for you is, you're a big Star Wars person. I am. That was actually in your dating profile that like sparked our initial connection yes you asked me what my favorite one is and when i said empire strikes back you knew that it was i knew you were legit i knew you were legit my question for you is as a diehard star wars fan how you feeling about the brand new series andor <laughs> you already know the answer to this yeah, but everyone listening does. um i mean i guess i just don't see the the purpose in it like i loved rogue one it's like it's probably the best of the new star wars films i would say um but like i don't need to know any more about those characters i don't need to invest any more time in those characters because spoiler alert they all died (laughs) so I, i just i it might be a fine show and I might, it might be just like a fun adventure show. Fine. But I'm just kind of like, I I think I'm getting to the point where I, I'm not enjoying this filling in of every single little gap, I guess. But I've been pleasantly surprised so far by some of these Star Wars shows. So it's possible I will, I will really like it. So Plus, whoever that guy is who plays the Diego main... Something. I can't think of his name right now. But, yeah. Of all of the uh, filler-in stuff that Stars has released so far, this is one of the ones I actually would like more content of because they all died. And I'm like, you are all here for one movie. I would like to see more of you, especially Donnie Yen's character who's Force-sensitive, but doesn't have any seemingly like force abilities. That was pretty cool. As someone who hasn't read all of the Star Wars non-canon legends books, I've never seen something like that before. I don't know if that's more common in the books or not. Uh there's one character that comes to mind oh, okay. off the top of my head. 
Well, anyway, cool. Well, hopefully it ends up being good. Um, but yeah, well, thanks for listening again, everybody. And thank you, Claire, for being on the show. And to all you listeners at home, don't forget to keep on studying. How well do you think Cooper is going to behave during this? It's going to be awful.